Welcome to the Matthew Podcast. This is Vicki Durr. And I'm Hillary Madison. And we are going to be reading from Matthew 7, 1 through 12. Hillary's going to start us out reading from the New Living Translation. And then because we're good friends, I'm going to interrupt her uh, with a few phrases from the message translation that to me feel worthwhile mentioning. I love um, going back and forth between translations. So we're going to do that. Hillary, kick us off. All right. Do not judge others and you will not be judged for you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is a standard by which you will be judged. Okay. So the message says, don't pick on people, jump on their failures, criticize their faults. Unless, of course, you want the same treatment, that critical spirit has a way of boomeranging. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying to your friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye, when you can't see past the log in your own eye? Hypocrite, first get rid of the log in your own eye, then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. Don't throw your pearls to pigs. They'll trample the pearls, then turn and attack you. Keep on asking, and you'll receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. And the message says here, don't bargain with God. Be direct. Ask for what you need. This isn't a cat and mouse hide and seek game we're in. You parents... If your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask Him? You're at least decent to your own children, so don't you think the God who conceived you in love will be even better? Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the Law and the Prophets. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you, then grab the initiative and do it for them. So that was pretty good reading. Thanks, Hillary. Nice job reading. Thank you. So, Hillary, what do you think when you read all of those, what stood out to you the most, would you say? Probably the thing that stands out the most is the notion that that we do have a God we can trust, one who's patient and kind with us, one who's gracious with us when we stumble. when we screw up, he lovingly encourages us to become more Christ-like. Um, he expects the best of us and, and isn't harshly critical with us. So would you say that um, all your life you've had those feelings about God, that you have easily been able to think of him as kind and gracious and encouraging? No, absolutely not. And I set you up, right? You definitely did. Hey, <laughs> you knew what I was going to say. No, I definitely did not. And, um you know, the, the sources of information that, that caused me to have that, that feeling and opinion, they came from a lot of different areas. Um, but, yeah, I didn't always have this idea. What do you think, um, what changed or what happened? How did you grow to know that you can trust God, that he is loving and encouraging, and that he is all about you? Um, I guess coming across ideas which were valid and they, they contradict my old view. Um, and they came from a source that had a lot of good credibility. Right. Um, prayer. And then always it was suggested to me that to talk about this in community with other Christians I trusted, 
Um, that really helped a lot. And then living it out. The living it out part is, is a lot harder. You don't get an immediate answer just in a few minutes, but right. it's, the, it's a longer lasting, solid approach. That's awesome. I know um, we have experienced community together, which has been so fun and encouraging. And um, we've, we've, we've talked about a lot of good things over the years and oh, yeah. it's been super um, growing relationship. I think for me, what stood out um, just as a whole, when I read this whole passage, there seemed to be obviously several different themes but what it feels like, it feel it reminds me of when my kids were little and they'd be um, fighting over. I mean, they never fought, but like once in a while they'd have a little spat. You know what I mean. Your kids are perfect too, right? Oh, sure. Not right. as perfect as yours. Oh, gosh. <laughs> if only. So, it, But it reminds me of when my kids were little and they would be fighting over whatever it was. I want the Barbie with the pink shoes. I don't know. Or I want the Lego that's green. I don't know. And I would come in and they, they'd be fighting like, I hate you. I, I never want to see you again, sibling. And I'd be like, guys, guys, come on, let's, let's take a breather. And it feels a little bit like that's what God's doing here. Um, he's like, hey, let, let me just... Let me let's zoom out, guys. Let me give you some perspective. Let's not let's not judge each other. Um, and don't give up asking for the things that you need. And then also just let's just sum it all up with just do to others how you want them to treat you. So it just made me think of how practical I think sometimes we forget that the Bible is practical, that everyday life um, is addressed in the Bible. So it just if it felt good to me to just know like God's kind of like that perfect coach coming alongside us saying, guys, guys, hold up. Let's not, let's not treat each other this way and let's not give up asking for the things that we need in our life. So that kind of just, I don't know, again, and I think that just piggybacks on what you were saying, Hillary, just that God, he loves us. He mm -hmm wants to encourage us. He is there for us. He's a good father. And um, I just think it's cool how he has something different for each of us, mm -hmm. but it still kind of ties together, you know? Definitely. And maybe if we remembered more often that, that he is such a good father, we would be more inclined to, to pursue him right? in asking these things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I felt like you had a good, like when you kind of were just sharing your story of how you grew in that area, um, just good little maybe tips or advice, or I don't even, I don't know, advice isn't maybe a great word, but I think you had some good ideas for ways to um, get to the point where you could feel like you could trust that God was good. Um, what were those things that you had mentioned before? Um, and these were just what worked out well for me. Um, everybody's really individual, but um, would be starting off and have, finding a friend and discussing together how each of you sees God, um, or even writing out how you see God, um, and, and then evaluating it. Are there ways that you're seeing God that aren't as being loving and kind, things that would contradict what the Bible says about God? And then consider where they come from. could come from all over. could come from 
a happenstance, small conversation you overheard as a kid and it lodged in your mind. Could be from anything. Um, maybe continue the conversation with your friends and others and, and look at parts of the Bible which talk about this subject and then and obviously praying about it. Yeah, so good. So good. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing today and doing this with me, Hillary. I know this was little jumping out of the box for all of us. Oh, yeah. Um, but thanks for joining us today with this um, podcast. And I'm just going to close this out with prayer. God, thank you for being loving, for being faithful, for um, offering us good practical instruction, but also um, showing us your character, that you're good and you are um, there for us, that you encourage us and you love us. Thank you, Lord, for being um, kind and faithful. Amen. Have a good day.